What's good, man? It's your homeboy, T-Pain, a.k.a. your girlfriend's boyfriend, right here with The Verge. Hey, this is Jake with The Verge. We're here at T-Pain's house. We're going to talk about music, apps, technology, and how they're all shaping the music industry. Uh, so thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, so I guess, I mean, the first thing to ask is we're here to talk about GarageBand. And right. from what I understand, you've actually used GarageBand, which is, you know, known as an amateur piece of software, right, right. to make some of your hits, which Absolutely. is pretty crazy. Um, I mean, how... Is that still possible to use like a piece of software like GarageBand mm -hmm. to make something that is a like serious piece of music? Well, the great thing is that um, it's even more possible now, yeah. <laughs> you know, because they've heard the voices of, uh, you know, their users and, you know, things like that, that really resonate to them. And they see where their faults were in proving to people that this is a, actually a powerful piece of software. And, you know, with them hearing that and seeing that people don't believe that you can do these things, they all they had to do was step it up, as the Apple Corporation does every time. They, they impress us every time. And, it's, you know, it, was, it wasn't a hard task to hear the voice of the people that were trying to use it and people that didn't believe and just immediately prove that wrong. Oh, that's really interesting. So you think it's a more serious piece of software now? Like, you can actually do more? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think they, uh, you know, Apple has put forth a foot to lead you know, the world in that area to where you basically have mobile recording capabilities more than any other time that we've had it. And, you know, when it started coming on the laptop, like I did my whole first album on GarageBand wow. because, you know, it was just, it was so accessible. And throughout the years, it's only become more accessible. You know what I'm saying? And, and even, especially with the iPad, like, you know, you can, you can go anywhere with it, you can do anything with it. And it's just, it's a powerful piece of machine. You know, the iPad Pro itself is a beast. So having a good software, a good piece of software onto that can only make it better. But you're, I'm assuming you're using more powerful tools now to make your albums and mm -hmm. your music. Is there a reason for you to go back to GarageBand ever? Do you still use that when you're on the go? I still use it. I just really? got off of it right before you guys got oh, here. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I, I use it in my big powerful studio. Like, it's, you know, there's... So what kind of stuff are you creating with it? I'm creating, all, all, like, stuff for my new album. Oh, really? Like, full I'm still, songs? Yeah, I'm doing full wow. songs. Like, you know, there's... Um, you know, the inter-audio app, there's always third-party apps that you can bring in to where it would make the vocals a little sweeter. And, you know, that I got to have my pitch correction. So, yeah. you know, there's always apps you can bring in for that. You know what I'm saying? I got my IMT Pain app. I can bring that in. And, you know, different. Uh, if you want some different drums from a different place, and you can bring in inter-audio apps. And it's just a powerful piece that, uh, that also you can integrate other things that... If it's not powerful for you, then bring in whatever else you think will make it that powerful. That actually was one of the most interesting things that I saw. I didn't realize you could pull in other instruments right. and like essentially make your own studio. Absolutely. That's it's pretty so wild. It's so dope, man. I love it. It, it. It's like having a whole studio, you know what I'm saying, without, uh, you know, without the, the norm. You can't go all the way to mastering with it because right. unless you find a chain of people <laughs> that all use iPad Pros. You Wait, know so, so at what point do you move from GarageBand to something more powerful? Um, just when the format won't call for it. You know, if it's, you know, if I'm trying to go get it mastered and the guy won't take my iPad, oh. then, <laughs> you know, if that's not the, the media he'll take for, you know, for his job, then I'll have to convert it to whatever he uses. Well, let me ask you this. I feel like I've heard a lot of musicians, they're, you know, almost embarrassed to admit that they use GarageBand mm -hmm. or they'll be like, oh, no, 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 I, I used to or, like, I tried a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> so you, you think it's just, like, perfectly, totally legitimate? It's totally legitimate. It's not, well, to me, it's it's the carpenter, not the hammer. So, you right. know what I'm saying? You can, you can be, you can cook pasta in a big restaurant, but if you're a terrible cook, then, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 not, it's not about how, how powerful you think it is. It's about how powerful you can make it. 
you know, and it's always, it's, it's just, we're just killing all that noise, basically. It, it's, I'm doing fine. <laughs> it hasn't, it hasn't caused me a problem. It hasn't, it hasn't ever plunked out on me, so I'm doing great. All my music is still good. So what's, what is useful about it to you? Is it the, the fact that you can do this on the go, or is it just that it, it's an ease of, of use of these studio tools? Um, I think it's a mixture. It's a mixture. It's having, it's having that much power on the go. You know, usually you have to pull out a laptop and go to a, a program. You need an eye lock for something, and you got to yeah. find that. And all. You know, it's just, it gets annoying at times. So you just... Just turn on your iPad, hit an app, and you're on it. Like, you have everything you need. Like, I don't understand why you would have to go outside. And, you know, if you want more powerful things, then bring it in. You know what I'm saying? And it, there's other apps that have that. You know, like, if, if I need some crazy drums or some real crazy loops, I'll bring in uh, the new machine app, the new iMachine. And it's just... Oh, that's interesting. So you're, you're yeah. actually using the, like, popular apps from the app Absolutely. Store. Absolutely. Oh, really yeah, yeah. So it's not, you know... It's a, it, these are well-known things that people just don't believe in. Doesn't, yeah, I mean, I didn't even realize that you could actually use that to, right. to pull it into GarageBand and make something else. Yeah, yeah, and people don't, people don't believe in it because they feel like you shouldn't be able to do these things. Like, we, I mean, in all honesty, we shouldn't be able to talk to people that aren't there, but we have cell phones. So, you know, <laughs> we have, like, you know, we shouldn't be able to text message. We should be, still be sending birds. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Right. But since we're past the Game of Thrones era, I think we I think we got it. You know, it's people just have to see these things and people have to know. Like if I tell you that the last song that I released was completely done in GarageBand, you'd either wouldn't believe it or you'd go, I need to check out GarageBand. Yeah. Was it? Yes. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, uh, the second uh, I got an iPad Pro, I made the song and sent it to the corporation. They loved it. They 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 were in awe. That's really wild. Yeah, yeah. So what do you do when, you know, if there's a sound you want, mm -hmm. you can't access it on an iPad. Mm -hmm. um, do you go out and, and make an app or talk to developers and try to get things that can give you certain sounds? No, there's, there's always some kind of combination you can use okay. to get the sound you want. You know, there, it's, it's more about patience. And people don't have that when they have such accessible things just right there in their hand. You know, and if, they, if it's a laptop, you'll go through a few things and you'll feel around and try to get it done. But if it's on an iPad or a phone or something like that, you feel like you shouldn't have to wait. Right. <laughs> you know, like if somebody, like if, if you go from your LTE and then it drops down to 3G, people are like, oh, my God, this is so slow. When like five years ago, 3G didn't even yeah. exist. So, you know, it, it, it's about having that patience when you got that, all that accessibility in your hand. Wait, so hold on. You mentioned it. Do you actually use the IMT Pain app for your vocals? Oh, absolutely. Seriously? Yeah, there's nothing better. Really? Nothing better. <laughs> IMT Pain. Take it home with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I know I always assumed it was more of a, uh, you know, this is what, you know, I use to, to mess around, not like... No. Wow. I, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Once I made it, I felt like, you know, this is all I need. Maybe I know exactly well how to work it. I saw, I saw the software getting developed. You know what I'm saying? I know every nick and cranny of it. So that's why not cool. just use that? So I guess, uh, you know, the big story about having all this stuff on our phones and the fact that these are all really easy to use tools, just it's opening up music to more amateurs, I would imagine. Right. Absolutely. Are, are you seeing this? you know, encourage more people to make music or to make new kinds of music? Yeah, yeah, I am seeing a lot more encouragement because it's not, people 
figure out that you don't need a giant studio to do these things. Um, I'd always use the analogy that I, I, I'm sure this is what it was like for filmmakers when people were able to buy cameras. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, so it, I think, I think it's the same thing. I think it's the, I, I, I get the sense that it would be the same feeling. Well, so let me ask you, why, what brings you into your own studio versus just using your app? Speakers. Really? <laughs> the size of the speakers, like, the, you know, just the amount that I can turn it up if I don't want to listen to headphones Because I mean, you have anymore. a huge control board. I assume yeah. that you can do way, way more stuff. Nah, it actually does the exact same stuff. It does the same uh, thing. You would uh, anything I can do on that board, I can do on my iPad. It's amazing. I was surprised about it, you know, until I started poking around and seeing that we can do all these things, and I was like, man, I'm actually I have no excuse of why I don't have more songs. That's so, right. <laughs> yeah, it's just me being lazy. You know, you want to feel like you're touching knobs and doing that stuff, then that's that's what it's for. You know, that's for you. That's you need a board and you need all that stuff. But if you just want to get the job done. You got an iPad right there in your hands. So what do you think happens once we have, I mean, it's already happening, right? Everybody mm -hmm. has albums up on Bandcamp, on right, YouTube. Right. Anybody can put their music on Spotify. Absolutely. I mean, is that causing a problem in music? There's too much to listen to, too much to discover. How do you contend with that as uh, someone who is established and still trying to get out new music? Yeah, I mean, it's about what people gravitate towards. You know, it's not about who has the most promotion or who can put out you know, more music is about the quality and who has better music. You know, when people listen to music, they make the choice themselves. That's almost like saying there's too much porn. It's not going to happen. <laughs> That's never, it's never going to be too much. It's not going to be too accessible. It's just, you got a camera? Let's see what you got. <laughs> it's, it's always going to be, it's always going to be amateurs and everything. So, you know, uh, you know, we congratulate those people for even trying. Yeah. You know, is that intimidating that there's that literally anybody can become a huge star? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, it's not intimidating to me because, you know, I, I was that amateur, you know, and I didn't feel like anybody should have been yeah. intimidated by me coming up in the game. I'm not trying to. There, there are no spots. You know what I'm saying? There's like if I come up and get on the same level as you, you don't have to stop. You know, just keep doing your music. And I'll be right next yeah. to you doing mine. It's no big deal. I'm just up here. I'm not trying. I'm not coming to knock you off the top. Do you think it's easier to get out there now, or is there too much noise for anybody to actually it's easier find to a get, place? It's easier to get exposure. To get the right exposure, it's, it's harder to get the right exposure. But, you know, all you got to do at this point is, I, I know in the, in the urban demographic, you just got to diss somebody. And <laughs> <laughs> it'll be right there. No, but uh, it's, it's, I, think, I think it's still, it's about the same. We just have more access to the noise. But we also have the capabilities to filter out the noise that we don't want, so. So what do you, what do, you do when you're trying to find new music? Um, I, I let it come, I let it come. I find, a, a, I go into the music discovery section of iTunes and yeah. I just get in one of those apps and let it fly. Whatever I hear, if I like something, hit the heart and move on. <laughs> All right. Hopefully it'll play more things like this one song and yeah, I just let it come in, man. I, I don't look for certain genres. Well, or speaking of that, so you're using streaming services then? Oh yeah, absolutely. Are you so musicians seem to talk about them like they're apocalyptic for, for actually making <laughs> any money. No. In, no? No, no, not at all. Because, I mean, due to streams, like, I mean, sound like a jerk right now. But if you got more streams, maybe your show prices can go up. Maybe different things, your revenue will come from different places due to the amount of streams you have. If you're an artist that gets low streams, and maybe that's, a, that's probably a doomsday for you, but... 
<laughs> so, so streaming for you is not so much an equivalent to to buying the album. Buying the album is one thing, but streaming is is a promotional tool to Absolutely. get people out to do, you know, more profitable things. Right. Go on your shows, buying merch. Right. Because I mean, in all actuality, we don't get that money anyways. Like, you know, <laughs> so we don't get any of that money. We'll see ten dollars of it every six months. I mean, you know, like, so what? Let it stream, man. We don't get the iTunes money. We don't get any of that money. Like even if we, even when we sell albums, we're just paying back the money that we borrowed from the label to get that album out. So you know, it, it's not a, a fact of making money off of things and asking Spotify where's my money at. It's not all that. It's about what you do with that opportunity afterwards. Interesting. So why do you think people are so frustrated with it? Are they just not? Because they know they can make money off of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? If. Uh, you know, you go to an auction with something and you find out that it's worth more than you bought it for, then you're like, oh, I can actually sell this. I don't want this crap anymore. <laughs> I'm going to sell it. So now there's, you know, everybody's like, we could, we could have been making money. Like, I want all of it. How much money can I make? Good. That much? I don't want any less than that. So they find out and then it's like, I want all my revenue from everywhere. And it gets, it gets annoying. So is, is streaming to you is not devaluing the cost? Of not it. at all. Not at all. Streaming is, is just giving the, giving the customer more availability. And there, and there are customers that you have and there are consumers that you have that look to pay money for these things. Like, I can put something out on YouTube and I say, here's the link. And they say, no, 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 I want to buy that. When are you putting that on iTunes? And, and it, they, these are people that, that, you know, it's not common, but there are still people out there that will buy. There's still people that buy records. Oh, yeah. no, that works. Who has vinyl? That's okay. It is me. I'm still buying records. <laughs> but I, they don't get made. It's weird. Um, but no, there, there's, there are people that still want that, that physical copy and that, yeah. that, the feel of everything. So, you know, there, there's, there's ways to make money. It's just people being greedy. So it's evolving to the modern business. You can't sell the physical copy anymore, so you're selling something else. You're selling an idea now. Now you're selling to the person, don't you want to see this live? Come to the concert. That's and interesting. Don't you want to come see me in person somewhere that you got to pay for? So when you put out the new album, <laughs> when you put out a new album, it's, you, you want people to listen to it and then get excited and come see it. Right, this is a new okay. tour, you know what I'm saying? New tour for the album, new tour for the single, new tour for something, you know, and, and a, new, okay. a new way to make money. Is it, so how do smaller artists deal with that if, you know, these things are not giving them money directly? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's hard for them. They don't have a global, like, right, touring. Right. Yeah, at this point, it's, it's more hope for them. It's more hope of getting that deal. You know, when they, if they get enough streams, they can, you know, hit me on Twitter like, yo, I'm this person. I got this many streams. People obviously like me. Sign me. Give me money. <laughs> okay. that's, you know, and that's just the truth behind it. You know, it, it's, a, it's a venture for money. It, it's always something else behind the streams. It's not, not going to kill your career from getting a bunch of streams. No, that's really fascinating because it's, it's like such a hot topic right now. Yeah, Everybody yeah, seems to be yeah. So because people found out that they can get money for it. Maybe if we go back to apps and technology, I did want to ask, mm -hmm. you know, much of your career has been defined by <laughs> right, the technology, <laughs> which is really wild, right? Because right. you're, you know, an incredible singer mm -hmm. by yourself. Right. You didn't need to use auto-tune, but you decided to bring that in. Right. Uh, you know, is that because you know the technology is going to bring attention? Oh, is it no. to get a certain sound? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, I was definitely not a... Uh, 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 technological profit or anything like that. I didn't, I don't want to take that. I just, um, I felt like I would have just, I would have just been another singer. Right. 
there's so many people that I can sing and have wonderful voices and, you know, a lot better than mine. I always thought to myself, what's going to make me different? And, you know, sacrificing people hearing my voice and, you know, being ready for the ridicule and stuff like that. I just said, you know what? Here's what's going to make me different. I'm going to stand out. Nobody's going to be able to copy this. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, super wrong. Really? But, you know, uh, it was... It was a thought process of how do I not become just another guy that can sing. Oh, that's fascinating. So you were explicitly looking to technology to figure out a way to, to define your sound. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I always have had that. You know, and this was at a time where I was uh, building computers for people in, in Tallahassee. Oh, really? Yeah, that, that wow. was my business. Wow. Yeah, I charged them 400 bucks to go get the parts for two. Still build your own computers? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't have anybody else build my computers. <laughs> you know, even, even if I hit up an Apple store, I, I'm getting components. I'm not buying whole computers. I'm getting components and a shell, and I'll be back in two weeks for the monitor. <laughs> so, you know, it's always been like that, man. And, you know, uh, one computer I was building for a guy, and he didn't have all the money. So he gave me a... Um, he gave me a CD of, of cracked plugins. Wow. So, wow. <laughs> so I was just going through it. And, um, you know, I had one, one region of vocals, just had that looping, and was going through each plugin. And once I got to Antares Auto Tune, I stopped and I was like, this is it. This is what's going to make me sound different. And there it was. That's wild. And, so, here, and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so is that something that like young musicians should be doing now? Should they be using tech to find new sounds or figure out new styles? Of Not music? necessarily tech. I would say do anything to be different. Because boy, is it all the same right now. Oh my God, it's so much of the same. Because it, because it works. Everybody goes off of, what's the top 10 songs on iTunes? Okay, let's make 16 more of those. <laughs> like, and it's just... It, it gets redundant. I would say, it, you know, that's what I didn't want to get caught up in because at this point, anybody that brings out a song is just like, ah, another rapper or, yeah, okay, another pop singer that's going to last for two songs and there you go. So unless you have that, that chill factor and that, that, that wow to you, nobody is really, it's not a big deal to pay attention to it. It's just like, oh, that person got lucky and got through all the noise. Good stuff. And they're gone. So, you know, it's, it's, if, if you come different, then, you know, I don't think it's necessarily technology that can have that. You can just have a different kind of voice or have a different kind of, you know, rhythm to, you, to your whole set and just be, just be different. It doesn't, it doesn't require technology. It never required technology before, so. Is that something you're still doing? I mean, I, you did go to technology obviously yeah, yeah, exclusively yeah. are you still looking for different things or do you have an established sound and, and you can just keep refining that um i think now i think now i have a multitude of sounds you know um i wasn't sure about it which is why i stayed with the technology so tough and i wasn't sure that you know anybody would even recognize my voice without <laughs> yeah. without some effects or you know or even pay attention to it you know like no 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 we wanted the we want the before stuff people don't like change i don't know why but you know i gave it to them forced it and it, it worked man you know so i think i have i've had more chances to change and more chances to try new things and different things with my voice in particular and i think um yeah man i i, I think it's just it's just stuff that happens. I'm not really trying to do it. It's just kind of like, oh, this song doesn't really need all that. Let's see what happens with that. This is, you know, so 
It's not like I'm gonna go in the studio, I'm gonna not use auto-tune, and then we're gonna go. Like, I'm, I'm never doing that. It just so happens to where this song doesn't need it. It's a slow song about death. Let's try not to make it sound like it's in the club. <laughs> so, <Smart thinking. laughs> so, so you know it's just things that happen you know some, some things don't need it and some things need it you know well you were saying you already bounce around to tons of different apps get different sounds mm. uh you know is that something that people should be doing like it does the availability of all these apps help people find new sounds i would say it does help you know it it, it actually does help i mean i, I don't I, I would say they should be doing it if that's the route they're going if you're going towards apps, then please try different apps. <laughs> like, don't let's all not break our necks trying to get to the same app. You know. So not everybody should be using the IMT Paint app. I'm using the IMT yeah. Paint app because IMT Paint. Right now, so, <laughs> now don't. I, I, I would say if you if you don't want to sound like T Pain, of course not. Don't use that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's if you want to go a different route, then please try something different. You know, I would say don't um, don't don't follow the trend. Don't follow. Don't follow what you think people will like if you did it. Follow what you like, and then hopefully there's somebody out there as weird as you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those apps, they're like recreating classic instruments mm -hmm. or letting you do things that you can only do with more expensive equipment. Right. You know, do you search out like oddball apps? Do those exist? Are there really weird sounds that uh, are purely in the app yeah, realm? Yeah, I would say there are, but usually the app isn't developed well. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, if it's not like a a well-established thing, then, you know, sometimes it can get a little wonky. Sometimes you can get a little gem out of it, and that'll be the one time you even open that app. But, you know, at least go around and don't just go to the featured page of the App Store. That's, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Just go around. Hit the music tab and just, just go to see all, and there you go. If you're going to do that, then just look at the pictures. Just go by icons. That's even better. Something else. Just don't don't go straight, go straight to Yamaha. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there, there's some walking apps out there, man. That that'll give you a gym, and and that could be the one thing that gets you heard, and you know that that uh, solidifies a new sound. You know, so by all means, try try everything. Uh, you know, so we were talking about Spotify, but obviously the internet has dramatically changed mm -hmm. music distribution. Does that change how you go about creating your album or thinking about putting out singles? It definitely changes the uh, what we call the rollout. Yeah. And basically, but you know how we, like you said, how we put out singles and put out albums. It's uh, thinking about the amount of songs you want to put on your album is different now because uh, you know when when everything was going towards uh, CDs and records, you would have to think about how much time you're taking up on those discs and things like that. But you know, internet, we got more than 80 minutes. You can pretty much put a few more songs, but are you overloading your page and stuff like that? So it's it's a lot more thought that goes into it, but also it's, a, it's, it's more free. It's a more free way of, of releasing, re, releasing music because now I don't have to choose 12 songs out of the thousand I just recorded for this album. You know, if I really wanted to just give away songs and give away songs, I, you know, I can. I can put out my album and a few more songs that just I, I just want to let go that the label would have nothing to do with and I'm not going to sell them, I'm just giving away for free because I didn't want these songs to go unheard in this period of time. You know, so there, there's, it's a more free-thinking way of releasing music, but it's also just more thought. Is it harder to let people know, like, this is the date the album is out, this is when you can start streaming? It's harder to know that 
yourself because <laughs> when there, <laughs> when, the, when there's uh, labels involved and other people's money involved, yeah. obviously you have your ideal your, your ideal date that you want to drop, and they have their ideal date that they want to drop due to how much money they want to spend on this thing. So, <laughs> so there 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 can be some crisscross matches, but you know, us as artists, we're thinking internet and we're thinking you know, kids and streaming and stuff like that. And they're thinking money, uh, more money. And how are we going to get this money back? Are we just going to stream it? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're discussing streaming with them and they're, they're like, they're we don't like, want people no, streaming. You're we, like, I, we, I don't care. Just listen to it. Right. And, you know, because they, they want radio spins. They don't get money off the show. So, you know, getting more shows doesn't really matter to them. They, they want to do things a certain way. And, like, we can... We can still think about releasing albums and singles in December. Labels shut down in December because they feel like the radio is only going to play Christmas songs and nobody's going to buy an album during Christmas. And we're like, that's, we want our albums to be presents. Like, that's, <laughs> come on, you know? So, um, like I said, it, it's, it's a more, the internet has allowed us to think more freely, but it also has required us to think more. That's interesting. Um, the, the like, Okay, what is it? The surprise album drop is like this uniquely yeah. digital thing, which That's seems to be like, <laughs> can we can we get as much attention in All one right. moment? I'll tell you what that is. That's a contest. It's a contest between artists to see who's more famous than the other one. That's all that is. I'm not risking it. I need to take my show prices up. I need everybody to know about my album. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the slow rollout is still, still, still slow alive. Rollout. I'm, I'm doing six months before. Wow. <laughs> yeah, very slow rollout, so... You know, the the album dropping all of a sudden is just to show people how famous you are. You can you can go platinum in one day from just dropping the album without letting anybody know. And you know, but if you got six million followers, it's not really hard to get a million of them to go buy something that you just did. It's kinda it's kinda easy. So think about that. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, so like you know, you said you you, you have tons of different songs, you you cut it down. Mm -hmm. So you can release basically as many songs as you want purely for the internet just just to drive up attention. It right. doesn't matter to you if those are uh, the biggest songs or... Right, right, right. I mean, you know, I'm an artist, so I'm going to keep making the music. Right. You know, if if, uh, if they don't work, I'll just keep making them or release one of the other thousand. So you're happy to just keep giving out songs before an album's released because oh, yeah. it's driving people's focus to the album still. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. That's what, You know, that's what we want the main focus to be. We want the body of work to be paid attention to and not so much as, you know, here's these single songs and when you go to iTunes and look at my album, try not to just buy those three. <laughs> and <laughs> so, you know, we try to we try to get people towards the whole idea, you know, because the album, the singles are what draws you to the album, but the album is what draws you to the artist. Gotcha. So, you know. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, it, that's interesting. It, it sounds like there's still so many of the same ideas happening. That it, it is. But yeah. <laughs> it's just that you're dealing with them in a different environment. Absolutely, absolutely. Everybody in different, you know, in different uh, coalitions and different, different genres deal, deal with it differently. You know, I had to explain to uh, Dallas Davidson, uh, country writer, he's gotten country writer of the year in BMI like five years in a row. And I had to explain to him what leaking a record was. <laughs> <laughs> How does it not exist in other circles? It does not exist in country music. I don't know what that is. Like, nobody leaks albums. Nobody releases music before it's supposed to be out. It's weird. Wow. They don't know. That. Well, I had to explain. I had to briefly explain what a mixtape was. He still thought a mixtape was like 
you know, <laughs> a, a tape, like a cassette tape that you make for your girlfriend or your crush or something. Like, he's like no, that's not, that's not what that is. That's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's, uh, we just deal with things differently. Like, you know, there, there's some genres where the, where the consumers are a little more impatient, so we got to do things in between and, you know, release songs when we want to. And, you know, they feel like you got to go through the label. The label, You make the label money, they give you money. It's, it's, it's an even trade. So. Actually, leaks and mixtapes are two other maybe interesting things to t touch on before we yeah. uh, wrap up. I mean, you know, so mixtapes, that's another way. It's, it's pure attention. You're Typically, people aren't selling those. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Is that just, you know, why, why do a mixtape versus a CD? Why do people... Just to basically to hold it down, you know what I'm saying? To just hold keep to, your attention. To keep their keep, attention keep, going. Keep mindset. Keep their attention going. Keep letting people know that you are still making music and, you know, just you're, you're in between uh, album cycles. Is that know? another thing that's, like, particularly digital? I know people are obviously making mixtapes forever, but yeah. I feel like now more than ever, right. you know, mixtape is something that people are mixtape, aware of. Mixtapes nowadays are purely digital because if you're not... If you're not planning on making money, mm -hmm. you try not to spend any on um, printing up CDs. And now you got to get a cover made, and you got to print those, and now you got to get cases, and oh it's, oh, it's too much. And then you got to actually hand them to people. Who does that anymore? Skin to skin contact. Nobody's doing that. <laughs> so <laughs> you try to you try to just spend the least amount of money on them as possible. So you go solely digital and just let people grab it when they want to. Cool. And have you had experience with leaked albums at all? Many. Really? Many times. So is that frustrating or is it's it is it a positive? It's very frustrating because, you know, like I said, we had the whole, we have rollouts mm -hmm. where we have plans on when things are going to happen and when would be the optimal time to drop certain things. And Do you factor potential leaks into your oh, yeah. oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody does. We, we like, as a collective, we found out what studios not to use wow. because some of the employees may leak it and something like that uh, or what emails, you know, what email accounts not to go through and stuff like that, like certain servers we don't connect to and, like, like we've all, as a collective, just found out, you know, the most common ways that we've been leaked. So, so musicians are sharing. Intel. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To get, we have to. So what do you do once something leaks? Is it just, do you just throw your arms up or do you, you, do you reformulate? With me, with me, I reformulate and I make newer music. You know, mm. I kind of give it to them like, <laughs> you thought you had it. They did have it, but it <laughs> but my quick planning is like, yo, I'm just gonna make new music and and I'm gonna make you think you got the wrong stuff. So. so for you, it's more it's it's screwing up your your rollout, but ultimately people are still listening to the music. Absolutely, absolutely. Then they get that, and then uh, you know you want to still be able to do a good rollout. So you want you don't want to roll out the stuff that people already got. Gotcha. So, so yeah. you'll make additional songs. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way I can do it, you know, to still honor the fans. Like, there's still an album, some new music that you haven't heard, and that, that keeps their interest up as well, so it helps. For your new album, are you strategizing based on digital and the internet and streaming? You know, how is that impacting how you roll that out? Well, what I'm trying to do is integrate, you know, my album strategies, you know, the rollout with, uh, with the label and try to integrate more things you know, trying to basically make them internet savvy, you know, and trying to make sure they have a, a department for Spotify, just to handle Spotify and, and department, you know, for all streaming services and, you know, just have, uh, have internet people. That's the best way, I, you know, it's the simplest way I can say it. And, you know, once we get that collaboration going with, with the label and myself, I think, I think it'll be a better rollout because we'll handle the internet side on our side. They'll do the radio and all the things that they're experts on. Uh, so the studios, they're not savvy on 
on streaming yet. Not as much. They have these. They have these strategies that have worked since the '90s, and uh, that's what we're doing. That's wow. What that's and so what now they have to rethink it. Or you're saying that you know you I'll think just you implement have better. It. I'll just implement wow. it into their plan. I'll stick you know stick some stuff in between. Like we got to do radio this day. Cool. Can we go to Spotify while we're there? And then you know. It's just yeah. Stuff so what like kind that. of stuff are you thinking? What's what's going to get your rollout attention? On it's, it's the it's the streaming services. You know the things that people. Uh, you know, the, the demographic usually gravitates more towards, too. There's certain, certain websites and stuff like that. And, you know, just different technology. Like, let, like let's, get, let's get me on their phone. If they're always going to stare at their phone, get me on there. If they're always going to be on their iPads, get me on the iPad. We don't know how. Make it a pop-up or something. I don't know. You, you know, uh, give me a, a package on GarageBand. Like, get the T-Pain package. Oh, T-Pain. Well, I wonder what that guy's doing right now. And then you go look. Oh, he has an album coming out. I'd have to check that out and get the package and get IMT Pain app real quick. <laughs> is, it, is this something that like every big artist should be doing? Should they all be thinking about this with their rollouts? I'm sure they are. They just won't talk about it because they're they're just gonna sit back and like, oh no, I'm just that good. <laughs> That's why people buy my albums. I don't do anything. I just drop it out and nothing happens it just it's just i'm just that good so people already do that this is it's something that's been happening and people just don't want to admit that it's that much work to get people to pay attention to you so here i am the magician with the mask on what's his name <laughs> uh, so yeah that's uh that's what that's what i do i guess all the internet and industry secrets no, that's Shouldn't fascinating. Because we, yeah, I know we never, we never see it. We just think it just. Yeah, happens. it just yeah. happens. Nah, nobody's that famous. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having us. It's been great talking about. Thank you guys. Music. T Pain's awesome. <laughs>